1: And we are now Pete Dawson. Lift off. We are, yeah, we are rolling.
0: Lift off,
2: ignition. It's the Luca Pete Show, number 122. Back in the seats. Back in the saddle after a couple of weeks off for Luke Moore and me, Pete Donaldson. I mean, obviously, we've kept up the routine of doing the shows and releasing the shows, uh, but we haven't actually recorded one for about two and a half weeks. Who's
1: up for another unplanned half hour? Yeah. You? Do you get nervous about doing an unplanned show,
2: Pete? Um, not with you, Luke, because you're such a professional. You can talk for- <laughs> <laughs> talk the hind legs off a donkey. I can't. With anyone else, I'd be like, "Uh oh, spaghettios."
1: It's time for the Luke and Pete show, aka. The show where one host fills so the other one can do other stuff.
2: Well, we already know you're going to be filling for at least three seconds so you can let Sam in to, to give get you a your cup, of tea, cup yeah. of tea. Well, I'll be honest with you, Pete. It's
1: bloody great to be back here with you. Um, people who, who listen to the show won't know we've been away, but of course we pre-record them in advance if we are going to go away. Yes. People who follow us on social media will see that you've been in Romania, which I'm sure mm. we'll hear about later. I've been in the US, which I'll talk about a bit, in the, uh, a bit later as well. Mm. Um, but it's one of those things where you have to, you have to prep. You have to get in. You have to do stuff. And um, I'm a bit on, um, I'm a bit on U.S. Eastern time You're still. US so U.S. Eastern time. Yeah. So I wasn't able to, to to allocate some time to get a cup of tea from the canteen. Yep. Because I put my work first, as you well know. <laughs> Unlike you, who rescheduled this record two days hence because mm. you couldn't get out of bed. Uh, I so, wasn't in bed. That was the problem. Oh, I you hadn't had been I hadn't to actually bed. got to bed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was the main. Slice so whatever
1: you want. It's unprofessional whichever way you look at it. Well.
2: I mean, I would argue that um, doing a podcast about nothing is very low down on anyone's. I mean, at least the other podcasts we do have a subject. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's where they're going wrong. <laughs> yeah, why not just be able to draw from the entirety of human experience rather yeah. than just football? Or and then just Japan. talk about farts. Yeah, <laughs> but Pete, you know, um,
1: do you remember a while back, um, you won't remember this because you don't remember anything, mm. um, we talked about how we're... Probably at least, I hope this isn't too self aggrandizing, but we're at least partly responsible with the Football Ramble and probably with this as well for a huge amount of uh, people just sitting around a table talking and releasing it as a podcast. Something we do here. Right. Okay. We said that on the show. And then we got a tweet from someone saying, Oh, I've just started a film podcast with my mate. Hmm. And before I record the first episode, I listened to the latest episode of Luke and Pete where they said, <laughs> don't be just two blokes sat around talking about nothing oh yeah somebody yeah. emailed in about yeah. that yeah i was yeah.
2: wondering because i thought because he sort of said well, oh, don't have, well don't have a go at something i'm doing i'm like going if we were suddenly thinking that we have any sort of um right to cast aspersions on anyone yeah bearing in mind that i haven't even printed anything out for this show no i'm reading it off my phone yeah because we, we, we were
1: doing it in a self-deprecating way we were saying that you know this is we we do this. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you,
2: if any of your podcasts have been inspired by us, I mean, send them in. I'm not going to listen to them. i do not going listen to your own. I just I just to just get a a, a boner for the idea that I've um, that we've inspired someone. Yeah, that why helps you. Chair? Has there been a tall man in this chair before me? I was literally I was about to say. I'm why I'm are you so down. Why are you so low down? Why am I low down? Who's in that chair normally? It's you. Yeah, it's your chair. That's my chair.
1: Uh, Am I melting? Something's a foot.
2: <laughs> oh, do you know who it was? Have i lost a vertebrae.
1: I know who's in that chair. Right. So, Jack Dean yeah. of the Jack Mate Happy Hour podcast yeah. records in this studio. He yeah, brought of it, in, in a call. gigantic grass. He did. He had a guy in called Nico, who's another YouTube Jesus. Um, YouTuber. Um, I say his microphone and he, stand. He was taller than me, so that's probably why.
2: Bloody hell!
1: I mean, Nico, if you're listening, which you're not, because you've got five million subscribers on YouTube, so you don't give a and shit. And you're about
2: in this. the you have underground.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Um, You are about to get into the phase of your career where you go around clubs in Germany playing shows just to get heroin before you die. <laughs> I think in Ibiza in the late eighties. Oh. So that's what he's got to look forward to. Why does no? In the ever- meantime, leave the studios.
2: You found it. Yeah, please. exactly. And mm. readjust the chair. Tall man. Yeah. We're all not like you. It's not a saying, is it?
1: Readjust the chair, tall man. Tall man. Oh,
2: you're like Peter Ustinov. Pick up the gun. Pick (laughs) up the gun.
1: Um, Recently on the Luke and Pete show, uh, we talked, uh, I like to do a recap every time we come in the studio. I don't do it every show, but every time we come in, just so people know where we are, uh, I do it under the guise of reminding listeners what's been happening, mm. but really I'm reminding you, Pete. Uh, making up dances as kids, including Partners in Crimes, seminal Classic Turtle Power, mm. um, Pete's One Man Bread Stage Show. Yeah. Remember that one? <laughs> uh, U-boat toilets and their inherent dangers, uh, drive-by blow dartings.
2: That was bizarre.
1: Yeah, and uh, my granddad, as in Luke's granddad, the bakery magnate.
2: Yes, yeah. handing out bread for free cinema tickets. Yeah, which I imagine would be quite the test if you ever went to the Audion in Leicester Square. They've had a big old um, clear out. They've uh, fitted some new, I don't know, speakers, new a new fifty quid projector from Maplands, um, and they have got a new setup. And apparently. Um, one of the more expensive tickets for Mary Poppins, which is one of their launch titles uh, this week or next week, is £40. £40 yeah, for a cinema ridi- ticket. Mad, ri- isn't it? It's ridiculous. For Central London cinema prices are incredibly high. Insane,
1: insane. So you're saying £40? Mm.
2: I think that's the market, though, isn't it? I bought some... Uh, so so my
1: granddad would need to drop off about 35 loaves of bread He'd have to, to, he'd, he'd have to have, a, have a skip full of Full of starchy bread. So if he wants to take um, his my grandmother mm. and his son and daughter, my mother and uncle mm. to the to the cinema, <laughs> yeah. presuming there's some sort of concession, yeah. But then my <laughs> my my mum is now sixty two, mm. so she gets not, it as well. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be about a hundred and fifty loaves of bread. That's a lot. I of mean, yeast. Pe- people are Bible-esque. gonna people are gonna start seeing that go missing from
2: my grandmother's <laughs> warehouse.
1: It's not gonna be available to him.
2: I just wanted to see Mary Poppins. He'd say. Yeah, and, I'm, and also, I'm sorry, I'll leave my um, security card you'll, by the reception. You'll never hear from me again. Um, the uh, I, th- I think it's kind of more in line with what people expect to pay for um, a live, well, not really a live experience, but an outside your house experience.
1: How much do we charge for a live football Ramble? Twenty quid, isn't it? Yeah, nice. Decent. That. A lot yeah, goes team. into it. Yeah, a lot yeah. goes into that.
2: It's a <laughs> whole day no out gone. for us. Yeah, exactly. It's a performance, isn't it? I mean, what do they really do to just flick on the lights and press go well, on the projector? Well, famously, as Mark
1: Kermode always complains about, and in his excellent book, The Good, The Bad, and the Multiplex, he covers mm. it in quite a lot of detail. I'd recommend that book, by the way. Mm. Um, there aren't even projectors in cinemas now, so no. it's not even like there's a skill involved. It's not like because being mm. a projector was like an old, trad- like an old um, profession. It's all right? hard
2: drives and downloads, exactly, mate. Exactly. I bet they've got a hell of an internet connection. For
1: it was either it was either a cinema experience I was at personally, or someone told me about. I, th- I think I might have even been there. I went to the cinema and the film started, and it was upside down. Mm. And it took about fifteen minutes to get someone to come in. And I mean that's it and start it, that again. sounds.
2: I mean, I mean they've clearly got the thing the wrong way up, haven't they? they do you they've think? Got the real? <laughs> yeah, I know, but like uh, that was pr- clearly pre. No, um, not that long Something about ten years ago.
1: Well, how did they do that? No, ridiculous. Answer on a postcard. Hello at lucampietro
2: Any projectionist listening? Um, yeah. I paid um, a obscene amount of money for tickets to go and see Bob Dylan and Neil Young.
1: I'm going, to sp- I'm going to be there. Are
2: you going to be there? Yeah. Yay! Yeah. I've got tickets as well. Yeah, how much are your
1: tickets? Uh, my friend got them for me because he has got a Barclay card and it was open. I mean, what could be more I can roll than that? If you've got a Barclay card, <laughs> you
2: get them out early. Uh, the Barclay card at British Summertime Festival uh, is a good festival, but their uh, VIP banding is fucking ridiculous. So how much did you shell out? Uh, I missed the actual sale, so I actually got to one of those resellers. Oh, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> well, you know. So actually, your whole story has been undermined. A, I don't have a Barclay card.
1: Yeah, well, quite, but you get, get a mate to get you one like I did. Mm. You've, you've undermined yourself by telling the story, so you've basically gone to some sort 300 of. 300 each. Yeah, exactly. Idiot. You're an idiot. You're, you are an idiot. Idiot.
2: Oh, to um, see, two old men. A man who's only doing it because his house burned down and he lost a lot of money on an MP3 venture. Don't, don't have a guy at Pono. <laughs> Because I tell you that is going to revolutionise the music industry. <laughs> they're only gone for on eBay for quite a bit of money. I reckon they're going to be like one of those um, things that people want, like the, like the Microsoft Zoom that everyone wanted when Guardians of the Galaxy Two came out.
1: Have you ever seen um, Bob Dylan live? No. Oh, you are in for a treat, boy!
2: <laughs> Absolute shame.
1: None of the songs sound anything like what they sound like on record. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this is going to sound ridiculous, but you'll see when you see him. Sometimes when well, I've seen, I've seen him a couple times, mm. and I have got through the whole song and thought, you know what? I don't know what song that was.
2: I don't know what song that was. (laughs) I don't think that I, because I just knew that um, I'd want to go around about the time. Um, But the problem is I, (laughs) the problem is I I, I knew I wouldn't be able to get freebies because it's quite a popular gig. Because I mean, last year I got a lot of freebies from work. Uh, so I went to go and see like loads of people, like how uh, the other half live, eh? Like the Cure. Well, I'll, you know, you I your, never, I never asked in. for gigs. <laughs> never asked for gigs. Never ever asked for tickets. Um, but I saw like a lot of bands, Killers and that, with a Killers play last summer. Either way, I had a bloody good laugh. I
1: think you will have a good time. It's one of those things that you want to actually be there. Paul Simon. And then both come to, but then both come to London at the same time is a pretty special uh, uh, occasion. Yeah, it seems um, weird
2: that they're double billing. you reckon you could get two nights out of that? Yeah. Neil Young and Bob Dylan. They'll probably come on stage together. <laughs> um, speaking of... Um, One's got quite a low. No, they both are quite whiny
1: voices, haven't they? Donald Dylan's voice now is like it's like this. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't
2: sing it in the tune. That's the problem. <laughs> the band are instructed to play a completely different song. I had rumours that he'd, he's been on The Brown most of his life. Amazing. Good effort. He must have some fantastic... Well, he, he famously
1: never dealers. stops touring. Mm. So, I mean, and he, he must be... in mean, now? Mid-70s, maybe? Yeah. Neil Young I've and seen before not, as then. well. Neil Young I saw live at Hammersmith Apollo. He did the first half of the show he did um, with... Just acoustically, which mm. is amazing. And then he went off, come back on with a full band and did um, a full band set, which is great.
2: Magic. Yeah, it was good. Um,
1: yeah. Speaking of... Um, People that some would argue are seminal artists. Mm. I saw Eddie Izzard on the tube in this morning.
2: Ah, um, dressed um, up to the nines he was. Dressed up to the nines he was. High um, high leather um, high heel boots. He ran um, for a position in the Labour Party quite recently. He did. I, I kept on getting emails about yeah him.
1: His politics are. Um, he he is he is unspeakably bad at <laughs> um, articulating his politics without. Like mm. I would argue that his he's performance on Question Time. Oh yeah, no, he's West, much worse than you. Yeah. But it, his, his performance on Question Time around the Brexit thing mm. might have inspired people in their millions to vote for Brexit. Mm. Put it that way. Mm. Put it that. Put way. Put it Pete. that way. I
2: will put um, it that way.
1: Before we, um, before we take a little break um, and uh, get to some emails, i.e., the best part of the show, uh, we should probably chat further about North Sentinel Island, shouldn't we?
2: Oh, the um, you 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 were while you were away, you sent me about five different pieces. Um, interesting, mate. Well, it is interesting, but I mean, I don't know why you're obsessed with it. You like the 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 reason why the North Sentinel people don't trust white men and white people is because like a fucking duke or like a dirty boy went over in the in like about three hundred years ago and just molested their kids. And I told you that. You didn't. It was all over the news in Britain. Like, yeah, every I, I, little thing. All right, let me just rephrase that. I forwarded you the link. <laughs> yeah, but I'd only read it. <laughs> okay. Everyone had already read everything about it. But let me just, let's just give some people bush, an update because they, okay. they might not remember.
1: They might not remember they might not know what we're talking about. So North Sentinel Island in the Indian Ocean is one of the, the few remaining untouched uh, civilizations in the world. Mm. And India, who in theory own the island, Um, have left the Sentinelese to just get on with it they're Mm -hmm. they're, they're autonomous people they don't go near them because they're very very aggressive Mm. as you've said very mistrusting of anyone um, who's not from the island and um, will react with deadly force if anyone approaches them American guy John Allen Chow who was a 27 year old um, preacher from Alabama from Bama Mm. Roll Tide Mm. um, he went over there thought he was going to sort of give them the old good word of, 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 of Jesus and all that kind of stuff that people sometimes do uh, and was instantly killed. Yeah. Um, he had no... Um,
2: you like, God, do you? Do you want to meet him? He had, he had no... Li- <laughs> he <laughs> have had a no, spear.
1: He had no license to be there. Um, seven people have been arrested for illegally ferrying him to the island. Mm. Um, he had no missionary license, which I believe is something you need to oh, have. Do you,
2: can you get a missionary license? I don't
1: know if it's called a missionary license, See, but it's something like you have to inform the authorities you're doing it. Right. He, he, did, he didn't do that.
2: Mm. Um, I imagine sort of going around and preaching uh, any kind of God is actually politically... Um, difficult in these days. Yeah, it probably is. Mm. He he. It, the thing I'm going to bring Scientology to Syria and it's, it's
1: Sar- got a lovely ring to it. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, uh, the thing about this story is that we talked about it before in the context of just them being an uncontacted tribe, and and uh, it is a fascinating thing. We I mean, mm. no one really knows how many people are living there. I, th- I think. Were, it was assumed they had died out when the tsunami hit on Boxing, Boxing Day about thirteen, fourteen years ago. Mm. But they, they obviously they it, it, they didn't wipe them out. So they obviously knew something that that we didn't, and they got up onto high ground or whatever. No one knows how many of them are still there. Um, some of the photos that have come out since this this incident of them standing guard on the beach, and and, and there was a close up picture of one of them with a, with a. Um, did you read the bit about them fashioning their own tools? So. Mm.
2: Oh, like how it, how things have changed. Like they they're they've got now got knives and stuff. Which yeah, because at one thought. point,
1: like a metal a ship, obviously made of metal,
2: mm, washed
1: up. Yeah, grounded itself on the beach, and the, and the um and the the crew of that ship had to be airlifted out to mm. safety, but the boat has just been left there. And they've used it to start fashioning like metal tools and knives and stuff.
2: Imagine if you get washed up on that beach you know, and you just see a lot of like people who who are, are trying to kill you, basically. You're like, yeah. "I'm going to stay in this big metal well, ship." Yeah, the thing the thing even about even though it has just sank,
1: the thing about that, and I don't know if we mentioned it at the time when we first covered North Sentinel Island, is that the the incident you're describing there actually happened. The mm. ship ran aground mm. about hundred meters off the coast. And they couldn't get off, but mm. the weather was so bad a helicopter couldn't come in and save them. Yeah, and they had to sit there watching the North Sentinelese fashioning rafts on the beach with the sole intention of getting there and finding them and killing them. <laughs>
2: so we just sat there like sitting
1: ducks. But fortunately, don't, they were able to be airlifted
2: don't off. Don't more ships have weapons? I mean, I'm fairly certain that's the case. It was
1: just a merchant vessel,
2: right? Yeah, but in, no, the, in the, in the no, ocean. In I think. I think. I think any vessel uh, has uh, some some form of weaponry.
1: So, Pete, if we, I mean, I think the listeners will. We'll probably um, look to you for a Jerry Springer-esque final thought about this incident. Um, What Mm. lessons can we learn from it?
2: Stay out of the North Central uh, Central Lees business, yeah? Yeah. Because we fucked them up. That's why they don't trust us. Yeah. If that bloke hadn't gone over there and had a weird fascination with the the, the male form all those years ago. In the 1800s. Yeah. The sexual peccadillos of man. For many different reasons, have ruined this fine earth. That's a bit rich coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck a hole in the ozone. Oh, I? for God's sake. Yeah. Let's come go on. to a
1: break and then we'll have some emails.
0: All right, then. Not that. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable postage costs go up. For a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Oh.
2: The problem appears to be that we
1: haven't got our photo ID <laughs> to try and travel to Scotland, which, as far as I can remember, was in the British Isles. Uh, what can we do? We're utterly
2: hamstrung by these. Thick headed people wearing orange suits. I've um missed I'm fed guy. up with that
1: guy. I'm fed up with him now. Why? I just think he's annoying. I like him. I yeah. like the
2: way he goes these thick headed people. When you think when you hear him, what do you think his face looks like? I reckon what he's doing now, he's probably that block off goggle box, the posh. Oh, that's what
1: he rolls me up. I was oh. gonna say that. Yeah. But he seems like an all right bloke, doesn't he? Yeah.
2: do like reckon him. he I reckon you get his dander up. It's because you're a Marxist. <laughs> you don't like posh <laughs> people, do you? Yeah. They run a bed and breakfast those two. They're better red than me, I tell you what. They've probably got their own the- theories about Marxism. They probably agree on these champagne socialists on yeah. the telly going, "Oh, darling, um, should we go up to town tomorrow to buy some butter?" What are you talking about? I'm just that's how I think posh people live. Okay. Shall we <laughs> buy go up to town to buy some preserve?
1: <laughs> you can buy anything you want. Yeah, butter. Doesn't <laughs> want butter. I've never had it before. Good butter.
2: Yeah, good um, butter these days is hard to find, as the horn goes. People
1: listening will be pleased Get to know um, this is the actually the the part of the show where we turn things over to mm-hmm. our Wonderful listeners mm. and because we've been out the studio for a couple of weeks we have got a big backlog Bumper boys we um, and I want to start with one um a while back um, according to jazz who's emailed in it was episode 116 episode 116
2: mm.
1: we talked about bad british gangster films and i was talking about bonded by blood which features tamer hassan some guy who used to be a doorman and then somehow got his way into movies uh, and it's one of the worst films we've ever seen it's so bad that I just really, really enjoyed it. Um, on that note, I watched uh, King of Thieves on the flight back from the US. Which one's King of Thieves? It's the one about the Hatton Garden robbery. Oh, yeah. With um, Michael Caine, Ray Winston, Jim Broadbent. That Broadway. is a
2: classic plain film. Never watch anything you actually want to watch. Yeah,
1: it's actually, actually all right. Yeah. I, I mean, there has got so many watchable actors in it, I just mm. found myself fairly... I mean, it's ridiculous. The plot was mad. Uh, in terms Have they judged of,
2: it up any? But the, plot, I mean,
1: but the plot wasn't mad in terms of the... You know, Few lot of the actual things that go on in the film actually happen, but mm. the way that like they approach it in the movie is completely like, it's no, there's no real explanation. Just, yeah. like people who don't seem to know each other very well, yeah, uh, get involved in the Hatton Garden robbery. And obviously, it goes it goes belly is up. The,
2: is there um is there any explanation of that wonderful um grinder that they use to open up the hole in the wall? Oh, the big drill! The big drill. It seems to be make a hole like it... the size of your head. Brilliant. yeah
1: I mean they do have those it's a big, a big masonry drill, right? yeah,
2: yeah no well it, I mean it'll, it'll probably be a um, a. it's got a drill bit in the circle. middle and a big
1: circular thing mm, on the outside of it fantastic yeah? though Fantastic yeah, though but they drill three holes mm. and now it's one of those yeah. ones you have to attach it to the wall itself and mm. to the ground ah. and you have to keep pouring water on it so it doesn't Catch Fire Fantastic Yeah that was good actually I enjoyed that (laughs) bit I like the hardware Um, Anyway Jazz has been in touch On that note And said um, Hi guys Love the show Um, Was listening to your discussion About British gangster films By some coincidence That very evening In a fit of boredom I think I found One of the worst The film is called Killer Bitch and And stars the greats Of British gangster films Dave Courtney Cass Pennant uh, Jason Mariner, admittedly, those two are just football hooligans. Uh, Alex Reed, who once had sex with Katie Price and oh, was on yeah. Big Brother, I remember him. and British hardcore porn legend Bendover. Uh, I watched <laughs> I watched ten minutes of this film <laughs> on YouTube, and I don't think I can adequately describe how bad it is. It was genuinely the worst ten minutes of film I've ever seen. Uh, keep up the good work, Jazz. Now, that's good to know. I'll definitely mm. seek out Killer Bitch and let you all know what I think about it. I once saw Ben Dover on a plane. Well, I'm going to say I met Bendover in a pub in my hometown. Mm. And it was around the time when he was making those bored housewives DVDs. Jesus. So I was thinking, which one of my mate's parents house <laughs> is bend over going around? Yeah. But he was very nice. He um we bought him a beer and he he um he was fine just to hang out with us. I mean, if I look back on it now, it's quite depressing. But
2: Yeah. Uh, I saw um, him on a plane and he and I couldn't figure out whether it's him. Or, um, who's the guy you had, uh, I wish I could fly night up to the sky, oh. that bloke? Uh, Keith Francis? No, Keith. Stu Francis? That's Keith
1: something. Keith. Orville. Orville. Keith. Orville and Keith. I want to say Keith Floyd, but that's not
2: him. <laughs> no. <laughs> who is it? Keith Harris? Keith Harris, that's it, yeah. yeah? yeah. Keith yeah. Harris. He, yeah. uh, I couldn't figure out whether it's him. I was like, oh, there's Keith Harris. I was going, no, no, it's not. They do look similar. <laughs> it's like, they both got skullets. And also, uh, the bloke who is the chairman of Middlesbrough, Steve Gibson. What are they all doing together? No, I mean, just... No, he wasn't with him. I'm saying he looks quite similar as well. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean, from, yeah. piece from the same pod. Slightly curly hair. Yeah. It's going, it's going south and it's going via the re exit. Keith Keith, Which Harris. is one of uh, his videos. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Harris died in 2015, that's some respect. Why? Why did he die? I don't know. His skull is not there. Well, his skull is be there. I was thinking about this. My nan used to say oh tin ribs and like she used to grab my ribs like I was so skinny like well, that scout Tails leader of skeleton it's like that scout leader that well, time
1: yeah exactly was it a scout leader uh, uh, your no ribs? it
2: was a vicar that's right yeah yeah but I'm just saying she's a skeleton now so she's <laughs> for goodness she's sake she's I've, I've won that battle in many ways
1: reminds me of that League of Gentlemen um, sketch with um,
2: oh know. thank you courtier Sam Here comes for Sam bringing for us some tea cup of tea thanks Sam pathetic
1: appreciate that mate thank you very much get a coffee
2: I don't want a coffee. Get
1: a coffee. I don't don't drink coffee. Get some flavoured syrup Um, in there. Put some sugar on it. I remember you you getting me, when we didn't know each other that well. This is going back. We first started doing the
2: ramble together. the last time I got on a drink.
1: This is the sort of story that people (laughs) will listen they want to hear.
2: Yeah.
1: When when we first started doing the ramble, I think we had to go for like a meeting, like a very early meeting for some reason. And um, because I think people think that we were good friends before, but we weren't really,
2: were we? I I think I've still got the Facebook messages of you contacting me, asking me to get uh, involved in this venture. Because back when you could I actually find them. back when down when you could actually hold a girlfriend down, mm. um, that sounds bad.
1: No, I don't mean physically. I mean as an actually, she would actually stick around. Maybe they were into that.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's up to you. you never know.
1: And, and it's not up to me. And them. Um, but y- your your then girlfriend said to me, "Oh, Pete really loves your show. I think he'd love like to be on it." So I got in touch, mm. and we needed some talent. Let's be honest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway,
2: running on fumes. You early lot.
1: meeting. Didn't know you that well. Yeah. Um, I met you at a tube station in town. Might have been Tottenham Court Road, and you bought me a coffee. And it mm. was around Christmas time and it had like a gingerbread syrup in it. Nice. And uh, I didn't want it. I don't that like was... coffee. Uh, I chucked that was... it in the bit <laughs> without like you noticing,
2: uh, and that's the first time I've admitted that to you. Oh, well, there you go. Hmm. It only took you ten years <laughs> to, t- to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I figured out, my I, secret shame. I figured out that I've been podcasting for fifteen years. Isn't that incredible? It wasn't. Didn't you get? Didn't your first ever podcast get picked up in some magazine? Yeah, it was quite. It was fairly popular. Like fifteen years ago, I did a little music podcast, like new music podcast. It was just like I remember when there was like MP3 blogs where just people would just have downloads yeah. of like different songs, like well, Hype Machine and stuff like Hipe that. Machine, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, said the gramophone and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I was reviewed a couple of times in Spin magazine, which. I think it still might be going. Certainly, probably still an online uh, venture, but one of the bigger um, music magazines in 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 America. Um, And it said that I uh, sound like I'm on Ritalin. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, which you know is a pretty decent, um, yeah, pretty pretty decent uh, grab of things.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm. And uh, for those who are wondering, Keith Harris unfortunately passed away from cancer. God rest him. Pete, Uh. you're up. Emails. Why team me up like that? Why, why not? I'm just saying. We need, to, we need to square that circle. While you're looking for your emails, I'm going to do one from my namesake, I wish Luke. I
2: could die, but I can. What?
1: <laughs> a guy called Luke has emailed in, Pete. Ooh, cool and hand, Luke. And it's in the, on the subject that you like more than any other subject, Okay, I think, which is um, food that is no more. Mm. Products, food products yep. that no longer exist. Okay. And I actually remember this one. Uh, and this is from Luke, and he says, just a quick one to mention. A discontinued food from years back... You're going to like it, Donaldson. It's right in your wheelhouse. Mm. I imagine you consumed many of them. Heinz baked bean pizzas.
2: Oh, yeah. I seem to recall those. Um, he says,
1: one of my mates seems to remember these. They were they were around in the early 2000s, and I loved the hot, gooey mess. I wish Heinz
2: would come to their senses and bring them back. And baked beans and cheese works on a baked potato, but I'm not sure whether it works on um, a pizza.
1: I reckon I might have eaten them um, when I was at uni, I yeah. think. Probably Very good gives. chance while you're eating, you eating
2: microwave cheese. <laughs> if you do want to get
1: in touch, it's hello at LukeandPeatshow.com. Mm. You can email us about anything you like. Uh, and if we if it piques our interest, we will um we will read it out. You can, it's literally anything from people who've been blowed up, shot in a drive by yeah. to baked beans on pizzas mm. and
2: everything in between. Um we got <laughs> we got an email. Hello. Uh, it's from I, it doesn't they don't leave a name. Coward. How can you um, email? And not leave a name. Well, they've got. They've got. I'm not going to read out their email address, but the word Kane is involved, so they, they might be called Kane. Okay. From the uh, I nice played
1: football. a guy called Kane. Good player. Mm-hmm.
2: Was he able? Hello. <laughs> After f- 114 shows, I have had enough, and I've unsubscribed, and I'm taking a break from your show. But he's um, only taking a break, though. So there's still hope for us. Could be a she. Probably a he. Yeah. Um Sick of the gratuitous swearing. Now, mainly Pete, and I've finally had enough. Can't. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a prude, I swear like a sailor when on my own driving my car. (laughs) (laughs) Little swear bubble. It yeah. reminds me a bit when Bill Grundy interviewed the Sex Pistols. So oh, British, you
1: fucking rotter. You
2: rotter. <laughs> you dirty rotter. It rem- <laughs> Swearing has its place and effectiveness, but when overused as Pete does, then it's just irritating to me anyway. feel like you need a Marcus to rein Pete in a bit like on the Ramble, which I'll continue to listen to. I may check back in in a few months to see if there's any improvement. See ya. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, I mean, it's sanctimonious, isn't it? It's, 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 unnecessary, isn't it?
1: I don't think. I don't think either of us, Pete, and I would would demand that anyone listens to this load of old nonsense. Mm. We're very happy you do. We're very grateful. But to email someone to let them know mm. is, I think, self aggrandizing
2: Yeah, I mean, you. Know, I mean, they've around the email address, and that's all we can be thankful for. In between the cussing, if I've learned one thing. Over the And I have only learnt one thing Over <laughs> the
1: years of doing this He will absolutely be listening to this show Oh massively Yeah and he'll hear yeah. the email And he'll email again
2: Well he wrote He will have written that email A couple of weeks ago So he'll have had to wait For a week and a half Before his email was read He must have thought "Well, oh, that burns so hard Yeah That they didn't sort of read it out it isn't But a, I did
1: What happens if we were so offended by that We stopped doing the show Yeah So Think on Ken The 42 other listeners We've got Would have missed out on (laughs) that So you'd have affected The life of 42 people They're just trying to commit to work Get on with their jobs Listening to us Enjoying the show Which is up to them And you've ruined it for them Ken Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Listen I'm going to do Something else Pete That's going to be Right up your street Even more so than Heinz baked bean pizzas Because I was Disappointed with the reaction
2: Okay, yeah, I'm not that into um, pizzas or baked beans, to be honest. This is from Rich. Tried some fish sausages yesterday. disgusting. I'm going to ignore that.
1: I'm going to try something on this. I think this is right up your street. Mm. I'm going to say four words, and I'm going to let Rich take it away. Okay. Iron Brew Chew
2: Bars. Oh, mm, big. big (laughs) There we go. Oh, man. Right in the Venn diagram. When when my life starts flashing uh, towards my eyes in about 10 years' time, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's that, it's that. That and Highland Toffee, big on the Iron Brew bars. Oh, do you know what that's reminding me of? So aggressive, like the most. I don't know how they were able to have those because it's like basically a can of Iron Brew condensed into a small stringy package of toffee. And my god, it's aggressive! They got little bits in them, I think. Oh, good for you as well. Oh my god, (laughs) it's making my mouth water and my eyes. Bleed just thinking about. Imagine
1: them. what it's doing to your inside. So strong. <laughs> yeah, really flavoursome. So flavorsome. strong. Yeah, Can, like very concentrated.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching a video about a woman who drank. Uh, she was doing like she'd read some quack nonsense online about um someone doing a soy sauce colon cleanse sort of thing. Oh she, my and was, goodness! And she thought she was um she thought she was she had some kind of um uh, something inside her that was making her feel ill. So she drank an entire pint of uh, of uh, soy sauce. Uh, which of course um, killed her brain and made her a quadriplegic. Killed the, the brain stem uh, and made her quadriplegic just like that. That's mad. And, it, and all, but the thing is, she had a particular. She must have had some kind of particular makeup that prevented her from vomiting as well, which is really right. weird because your body just go, like you just.
1: Is the soy sauce just from all the salt?
2: Yeah, I mean it's got more salt than anything in yeah, the world. Than salt than actual <laughs> salt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Iron brew chew bars. Um, yeah, not, but, but probably a fair amount of salt in there, but the sugar is very much uh, the overwhelming taste.
1: Well, Rich says, I've been with, uh, been with you since the first uh, episode. Uh, enjoy the show. Um, I've emailed you twice now. First one was about getting a plastic penis in the eye during uh, sex education. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it <laughs> yeah, sounds I good. He says, Wanting to add to the chat about discontinued foodstuffs, so I'm throwing the iron brew chew bar your way, like a wham bar, but iron brew flavoured. Mm. Um, Discontinued in England um, as a dentist proved a human tooth would dissolve in a liquidized one if left for merely a few hours, uh, but not discontinued in Scotland. Rich says, I know that, not least because my grand at proud Glaswegian continue to post us this dangerous contraband over the border for years to come.
2: So <gasps> you it? must be a Wambar man as well. Uh, if I was going to take a choice, Wamba or um, Iron Brew Bar, I would definitely go for the Iron Brew Bar. It's just, oh, my, again, every time I say it, it's like a Pavlo. I'm swallowing spit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Pavlovian response. Yeah. Oh.
1: oh, I've never really been into like sort of chewy sweets. I'm more of a sort of chocolate guy. More than two.
2: <laughs> I'm a chocolate guy. Um, it just imagine That's just having more than on. more than two. Uh, it's just you, your mouth would just start foaming up with.
1: What if you if you can still get them in oh. Scotland, send them down to Donny. Oh, I really want an Iron Brew Bar now. Email us in and we'll but give you the address. One. Um, Pete, I think because you are salivating to such an extent. Oh, we need to go. Yeah, I think we should probably wow. get out of here because that's our half hour up. Thank you very much <laughs> if you got in touch. And if you are a disgruntled listener thinking about leaving the parish, mm. uh, email it in, let us know. Hello yeah. at lukeandpeacher.com. Give us the information exactly what it is you hate. Uh, meanwhile, we'll be back. Um, when will we be back, Pete? Probably next time around. Yeah, Monday. Uh, Monday the 10th, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs>
2: This was a Radio Stakhanov production. production.